Welcome to Quick Connect. I'm your host, Craig Sullivan. And today, we've got a returning guest, one of my favorites, Mr. Ryan Huntsman from Chicago Title National Commercial Services Group, California. And we'll talk more about him in just a second and bring him in as well. But first, I want to thank our production partner on this, and that's our good friends over at Radisson Hotel Group of the Americas. So please give our friends at Radisson Hotels a call if you're looking to convert your brand. And they can help. Let them know that producer Danny and I sent you to them, and they'd love to talk to you. And with that, I would like to welcome Mr. Ryan Huntsman, Vice President, Chicago Title National Commercial Services Group. Ryan, how are you? Hey, Craig. Good to see you. Good to see you. How's the family? Oh, we're all doing great. The kids grow up too fast. The weekends go by too fast, and the workdays go a little too long, but... So goes life. There you go. So for the few people that may not know you, you are a commercial rep for Chicago Titles National Commercial Services Group. So why don't you fill in some of the blanks from there, hospitality, some of the other food groups that you're working with, and then we'll get into some questions. Well, thank you. I always love the chance to explain a little bit more about our platform and what we do. Uh, real quick before I do, though, special thanks to the guys at Radisson uh, for their support and to you for Click the conference. It was awesome. There were so many great people there for us as a vendor to get to meet with and, you know, so many great owners in the room, which is a little bit different from other conferences. So congratulations to you guys. Um, but to get into our platform, uh, we are, like Craig said, we're a national commercial services for Chicago Title Company, and uh, our specialty is hospitality. So that's what brings us to conferences like Click, AHOA, Hunter, all the good ones. And uh, we really focus on what we know best. Uh, a hospitality transaction is very unique, as a lot of you listeners know. Uh, we're transferring a business along with the real estate quite often. So a lot of the interesting things that make a transaction unique to any other transaction, just as hospitality is, is unique to any other asset class. Absolutely. And, you know, I don't think title insurance is appreciated enough. You guys are critical in getting the transaction closed. And as everybody knows, time kills all deals, whether it's a bad deal or a good to great deal. Now, you've got a great completion record of getting your deals done on time, but I want to educate everybody out there a little bit before we start talking about hotels and a few other things that you're involved with. So, Ryan, let's talk about a standard owner's policy and the extended coverage policy. Now, I know when I'm doing a transaction, I'm always looking for the extended coverage owner's policy. And there's a lot of benefits to that. So could you give us, you know, some information on both policies? What are the pluses of getting that extended coverage policy, please? Well, I know what a softball this would be for you since you're the guy who trained me. But I'll tell you, uh, like you said, you really do need extended coverage if it's going to be uh, an asset that you're going to be holding for a long time. And uh, as you know, insurance policies are not the sexiest read or uh, all the most interesting. They're good for putting you to sleep. So I won't bore you with all the details, but keeping it simple, uh, your standard coverage is just that. It's gonna, it's gonna give you all the assurances that come in a normal policy. 
Uh, but for your extended coverage, that's where we're going to ensure something like your survey or your zoning and things like that are really critical because if you've gone through all the entitlement process uh, to get ready to build a hospitality site, a hotel, we better hope it's zoned appropriately and the city's even going to allow you to build a hotel there. So for us to issue our uh, extended coverage, we need to have, we have a lot of extra requirements, uh, not just us, the lender as well. Uh, one of those things that always jumps to my mind is a survey. You know, there's something that can take uh, with how busy everybody is and all third party vendors. Uh, I really like the folks at partners quite often. And I'll tell you uh, right now, it used to be a week turnaround time and a couple thousand dollars. And, you know, uh, because of the rush scenarios and how busy they are, uh, those things are taking two, three weeks to almost a month and they're at triple the cost. So as soon as we see an asset that's going to trade in excess of $10 million, or you know somebody's going to be building or working on parking, these are things that are going to be assured via a survey. And for us to issue extended coverage and even the survey endorsements uh, that are being requested by Lenders Council, we'll need that survey. And it's funny, quite often people say, okay, great, can you get started on that for me? And I have to remind them, you know, we're not an engineering company. We have a couple of engineers that help plot our easements, uh, but that's where I'll refer out our friends at Partner and other, uh, you know, great engineering companies because, uh, like I said, they're busy. Call, call your local appraiser. He's also lit his hair on fire two Novembers ago. Yeah, it's it's amazing how busy everybody is, and we had record sales last year. We'll we'll talk about that in a second, but. You know, something that I've always done and is I'll get a binder policy along with the commitment for the extended coverage. And basically, you're getting the Alta lenders for free at that point for the lender. And, you know, there's a little bit of a bump because you've got the binder and the commitment for the Alta extended coverage. But, you know really it's saving you a ton of money because you can use that binder say you're going to do a refi in my case it's it's not about you know proving a performance selling it at the height of the market we're trying to build generational wealth we're doing long-term holds so you know we'll we find a better opportunity to refinance maybe take a little bit of cash out of the property then we're going to you know exercise that binder we're going to do the alta refi and have our extended coverage owners policy done there and I, I think, Ryan, you should touch on this a little bit, too. If it's a long-term hold and the values that we've been having, on you know, the, the escalating values of assets, it's a good idea to review your portfolio and maybe update that owner's policy at the newer value so that you're not underinsured, don't you think? Positively. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't think about what the liability was associated with their coverage at the time of acquisition versus all this time that your your property is appreciated. So there's always the need to make sure that you have the appropriate amount of insurance. Uh, yeah. Very, very similar. You know, the funny difference is you look at your car insurance, or your home insurance, they're protecting you for things that can happen. We're entitled. We're protecting you from things that have happened in the past. Uh, however, having that additional coverage that's appropriate to the amount of the liability of your asset is super important. And I, and I love that you brought up a binder, and I'm shocked 
how many people do not understand uh, how much money they can save with our companies utilizing a binder. And a lot of people also think that they're stymied into a short term, but you know, you can actually go full two years to exercise your binder. And then, you know, insurance companies, if you're a good, supportive, loyal customer of ours, we're happy to kind of extend that out another year. Uh, and it'll just be a real nominal fee uh, where you'll be saving uh, tens of thousands of dollars sometimes because of the appreciation just over two years. Well, and you know what? And it's easy to set yourself a reminder, okay? You put a calendar event in there to contact title, you know, a week, 10 days before that two-year period and the expiration of the binder, Um uh, you know, and, and and it's funny, you know, a lot of my clients, you know, they saw that I was doing that. And they're going, how do you stay on top of everything? I said, well, one, I read everything. And two, I calendar everything. So, you know, I mean, and, you know, Ryan's office over in Hawaii helped me with, you know, upgrading my policy on an asset over there. So, you know, it was had it for nearly 30 years and it was way undervalued on the policy so it was time to upgrade it and we did you know was, well, that one happened to skip between the cracks but typically I'm, I'm usually on top of that so ryan with a record amount of hotel sales in the state of california last year and across the country and you work across the country what are you seeing out there for hotel sales right now we're seeing uh that that volume still continue and we're seeing some really fun and cool product. Uh, I'm starting to see some like exterior corridor motel being converted into more of a boutique hotel. Uh, you're seeing people repurpose. We're seeing office repurposing into hospitality, uh, you know, with the high doors and the uh, easy plumbing conversions. So. There's a lot of neat ways that people are finding alternative assets, you know, especially with the office market, uh, as just mentioned, being converted. Uh, office has taken its toll during COVID just as hospitality has. But, you know, we're starting to see people return to vacations and return to travels where work from home is uh, still pretty prevalent. You can see behind me, I'm, I'm still at the office. We have to record your documents every day. Uh, but, you know, things like that are what I'm seeing keep hospitality transactions uh, moving. And we're also seeing quite a bit of portfolio work. Uh, a lot of times people are wanting to reposition their debt right now before uh, the looming rate increases. We've already seen a, a small one recently, but we know it's coming for the end of the year. So, you know, being at the national firm with our size of our footprint, we're starting to see people come to us direct to help them uh, refinance, you know, multiple assets within a portfolio that are encumbered by the same loan. There you go. Now, you know, with your national footprint, what are you seeing on the debt side? I, I've got to imagine there's a little bit of a governor there. Uh, I don't think you're going to see 80, 85% loan to value, certainly nothing above that. So what are you seeing and what are you hearing from, you know, Wall Street on the CMBS side? Is, you know, is that still non-existent, just trickling back in? Who are you getting the most you see doing most of the hotel lending right now? Is it national or community banks? 
Good, great question. CMBS is still is pretty slow uh, on our desk right now. Um, I'm still seeing a lot of a lot of unique plays to people who are kind of mixing around their capital stack right now uh, in hospitality, especially. Uh, I am seeing the construction loans, which are great. Uh, I'm, I've noticed Poppy Bank uh, really being a strong um, competitor in that space, specifically in California construction lending. Um, but you know, with the with the way that you can manipulate a capital stack with something like Pace uh, programs, uh, I'm seeing where people are adding 20% to their capital stack on the Pace side, and all they have to do is prove that they're putting in some green windows or you know, uh, and it can all go all the way to, you know, certain appliances and things like that. Right. So in seeing people switch and utilizing people for the PACE program, they're able to lower their, their debt ratios. There you go. So, okay, Ryan, you're seeing everything across the board. What's best in class and what's worst in class right now? Best in class right now across all assets would be industrial. Um, our new industrial revolution of everybody working from home and uh, ordering everything online has just brought all the beasts, the big Amazons uh, to our area here in California. So all the big builders, the Prologists, the Panatonis, all those guys, they're building uh, so that Amazon can come in here and lease for them. So that's been our, our best in class. Uh, but, you know, my business specifically is hospitality and multifamily. So I really am seeing the large multifamily trades are still extremely common. Uh, a lot of companies are trading them amongst each other back and forth uh, just to clear books and, and renew and find new areas for them. Uh, and like, as mentioned, our hospitality business is really strong uh, with quite a bit of construction lending coming back um, and a lot of a lot of regular resale business. OK, so with a record number of sales last year at retail and in some cases ratcheted up far beyond that, depending on the asset and location, I, we had. You know, the, the Marriott at Fashion Island in Orange County, California, sell for over $300 million. It's a single asset. What are you seeing and where do you think we're going to be the remainder of this year and possibly into the early part of 2023? You know, we, we invest in a lot of good research because we need to prepare and we need to staff accordingly. Uh, we do see the remainder of this year being really strong in a volume perspective. Uh, there's still a strong appetite out there. There's still uh, kind of uncertain uh, other alternative markets to invest in. So real estate really still is one of the more stable investments you can make. So a lot of there's still a lot of finance coming in. Uh, we're hearing about EB5 potentially uh, having a resurgence. So we we believe that there's going to be a very strong market for resales all through this year uh and into middle of next year uh we are a touch concerned about the rising interest rate environment uh that small increase that we all just saw i'm sure all of us kind of giggled yeah. and thought well that's you know not enough for what what is kind of necessary for the future 
so we know that there's more coming. We can tell the Fed just kind of wanted to ease us into it. Very good. All right, Ryan, are you ready? We're going to do our lightning round. Two minutes. Ooh. Word association. Okay. And producer Danny's going to put two minutes on the clock. Are you ready? Ready. All right. Labor. Shortage. Team. Got to have a good one. Amenities. Disney. <laughs> Road Warrior. My wife. <laughs> Ground up or conversion? Conversion. Bleasure. Love it. I do it all the time. There you go. Favorite airport? John Wayne. Tequila or whiskey? Whiskey. All right. Favorite hotel or resort? Oh, there's so many. I'm at uh, Balboa Bay Club very, very frequently. So I love uh, all the Eagle Four guys' uh, properties. Drive or fly? Fly. All right. You did that with 56 seconds left on the clock. Good for you. Congratulations. Do I get whiskey? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so let's talk about teams for a minute and we'll wrap this up. So tell the people about your team and how each individual, what they're doing, how they can help your clients. Thank Starting you. with customer service. Let's start there. Yeah, thank you, because uh, they see a, a face every once in a while at all the conferences, and we're just out there introducing people to our staff, and that's who's really doing all the heavy lifting. Uh, you start with our customer service team quite often with your salesperson, and you know they're the ones who help you with a lot of research. Uh, outside of our normal bread and butter of closing transactions, uh, we assist with a tremendous amount of research. You've got to figure all the data that we're acquiring via every one of our transactions uh, with such a large family of companies associated with the Fidelity family of companies. We've scaled our resources, uh, and, and it, I think of that especially with our customer service team because our customer service teams, they're all specific for certain regions, and they understand well rights uh, in the Inland Empire versus uh, water rights up in Northern California. And our team are incredible. They're, they're a bunch of sleuths. The uh, amount of documentation and things that they can find and uncover is really incredible. And, you know, the customer service team helps you with your research. And when your transaction comes to life, we open up your title insurance uh, and start on your search and exam process and your escrow officer will step in. And that's who's gonna be the point of contact all throughout. I have a special spot in my heart for escrow people, with my family being in it for, I don't even wanna say how many years, certainly more than 50. Uh, it's, a, it's a really a challenging job as the main person who's the accountant of all documents and monies for a transaction. Uh, but those escrow folks are a wealth of knowledge because of all the experience they've had. Uh, our team, I'm proud to say we've grown by 55 people just this last year, and we are still hungry for more So and needing more. So
So if there's any qualified candidates listening to this, please reach out and let us know uh, if you're interested in working for the title and escrow companies. Um, but the teams are amazing, Craig, and I know you know a lot of our teammates, so thank you for calling attention to the people who do the work. Well, you know, it does take a team. And I think once you've got your clients integrated with the team, they become an extension of that client. Whether yes. it's a phone call to huddle up to, for that pre-closing, you know, last go around, looking at endorsements and a few other things, or if it's that legal vesting you're hunting in an area, you know, the, the property profile, any number of things. So, uh, you know, it, 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 it's critical. And I can tell you, uh, Ryan, his family and mine go back more than 50 years, okay? Um, and, you know, his, his grandfather and grandmother were two of the very best commercial escrow people in Los Angeles and Orange Counties. And... They both work with my dad. They both work with me. His mother and I work together. Uh, Ryan gets gets it done. His entire team does. So you want your deal to close on time? Call this gentleman. He will help you. And call Ryan. So, Ryan, we are out of time. How can people get a hold of you? Too fun. Thank you so much, Craig. Uh, you can reach me at 949 949- Three five one four nine two nine. Run a Google search if you see a Ryan Huntsman who did something questionable. That wasn't me. Uh, look for the Ryan Huntsman at Chicago title, and that's R Huntsman at ctt.com. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Ryan. We'll see you soon. I appreciate you being on the show, and you've got an open invitation to come back anytime, my friend. Thank you. Much love. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, our audience, for joining us today. Tried to give you a little bit of insight. Title insurance and escrow are critical to your deals. So if you want to close them on time, Ryan's the one to call. He really is. Um, You know, I want to thank you, our audience, for joining us today. I want to thank our production partner, Radisson Hotel Groups of the Americas, for being with us today. So... If you want to be a production partner, if you want to be on the show, DM producer Danny or myself. We'd love to talk to you about it. Thank you very much for joining us today. And remember, be kind, share your knowledge. Now go be amazing.